Black Bucho. Uh, silly rabbit, I ain't fucking with them tricks, shouted. Raw skinny Frankie Grimes cruising Route 40. Disorderly conduct, I construct them rap gems. Vivid when I spit it, like is that him? Show up, I keep the loud rolled up, like and I'm proud. Hold up, my missus milk throw up. I know you're sick when you see us, or hear them on your speakers. Haters say that they elite, but they don't really wanna see us. They really wanna be us. They follow cause we lead us. That bottle got me going full throttle in that beamer. Me and model and two seater. She chilly, I'm a creeper. Two rounds double feature. She down from that ether. Blaze pounds, I'm a cheaper. Fred Mercury Bohema, a true schemer. Convert all non-believers Scale that allegiance like my seed This might as well be I'm still living healthy Water got me high waving Hydro counting all my chips craving Nachos ill with the pill slanging Pop those is real in the field Fact check Friday Fact check podcast episode 15 nigga 15 that man it's your man Raw Skinny, aka Frankie Grimes. It's your boy Fly Fonzarelli. This shit is brought to you by FCLG, First Class Lifestyle Group, and the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. We are now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Player FM, TuneIn App, Podbean, Podomatic, and wherever else your funky ass get your podcast. Back for another motherfucking week. And we got a good episode for y'all today, man. Um. But I really ain't talked to you over the course of this week like I normally do. So how was your week, my nigga? It was a cool week. A little more relaxed than normal, but... Man, how you feel about um, them lifting the fucking stay-at-home order? See, the thing about it is, it is, but it ain't. So it's one of them things where... It's one of them things where it's like, the way the governor stated it was, yeah, I'm allowed when... If you want to, it's kind of one of them. He was like, "Yo, if you want to, you can open back up on Friday. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you don't have to. Because right mm-hmm. now they said the city's not opening back up. Right. The county's not opening back. The county is doing limited. So they like retailers now can all do cur- all the retailers can do curbside. Yeah, like, but it, the shit I was reading, it's like stuff is opening. Well, first of all, like you said, it's on a county and city level. So. Baltimore County, I believe, is opening back up, quote unquote. But there's some counties out here that ain't fucking with that yeah. shit. And Jack Young said the city ain't fucking with that shit. But um, from what I understand, it's just certain establishments like uh, retails can be open, but they can only have fifty percent capacity. Same thing with um, some like restaurants and shit like that. Fucking no theaters, no right. none of that shit. I don't think nightlife is gonna be back open enough. They did say um, barbers and nail techs By and appointment shit. only or something, yeah, right? Yeah. Which is so cool. That should have been... Them niggas been doing that shit anyway, you know? Like, yo, the funny thing about it, yo, it was like the first week niggas was abiding by that shit. Niggas was getting locked up for being on the road and I shit. See a lot of barbershops, like, because, like, I've seen niggas the past two weeks. That's all they crying about, yo, when the barbershops. I see, like, I keep a set of clippers at the crib, mm-hmm. so if I need to... Just hook it up. Yeah, I'm like... I don't, I ain't, so I wasn't. But see, that's man shit. Like, yeah. like you as a man, you should have a pair of clippers at the house because you might not be able to get to the fucking barbershop. You, know you never mean? know. You need to tighten up your face, yeah, something. You, you might not be able to wear a hat somewhere, you know, so. This is my thing, though. It seemed like to me, I don't know how you feel about this. 
like I was saying, after that first week, niggas wasn't abiding by that shit. Yeah, no niggas more, was niggas know? ain't been like yo. I'm when I be out, you know what I'm saying, going to work, going wherever. Shit seemed the same to me. Yeah. Like when I went to Royal Farms the other night, was it Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might have been Wednesday. Mm-hmm. One of them nights, nuts in that bitch. Niggas ain't even abiding by the shit on the floor no more. Talking about six feet apart, my ass. I was man. like, yo. I walked out of Royal Farms like I was just going in there to get money out the ATM. Mm-hmm. I walked out like yeah. that shit jumping yeah. like the fuck going on in here. I'm like I get it. It was like ten o'clock, but I'm like it's ten o'clock at night. All of y'all ain't essential. Mm-hmm. God damn. Like ran in the uh, Snoop from the Wire last night. I really, when I seen that in uh, Royal oh, Farms last night. That's like, what's up. You hollering? Nah. I ain't. I mean, you ain't like I'm the type of nigga I'll acknowledge. I'll be like, "Oh, what's right. up?" It was one I of like them things work. where she seen me, mm-hmm. like the girl in line behind me was with her mm-hmm. and said something to her. Mm-hmm. She called her by her real name. When she said something back, and yeah. turned around. Like I was in my phone and I kind of looked up. Mm-hmm. We made eye contact and I just gave it up. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Because I know like. Somebody I used to work with fucks with her real heavy, like her family. Mm-hmm. And I know he lives up there by me, so I'm like, yo, it only makes sense. Yeah. When I put two and two together, I'm like, yo, she would be up here by my yeah. fucking house. So. Gotcha. Yeah, but, you never want to be that fan-ass nigga. Like, yo, oh such and such. Huh? Yeah. Yo, that yeah. shit, I know niggas hate that I've shit. even seen, like, yo, when I met, uh, I don't even know I don't even know his real name. I know his first name's Hassan. We Bay off the wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him before. You feel what I'm saying? It was just one of them things. Like I was working at the club, he popped up outside. Mm-hmm. Like kept seeing me, he was like, "What's going on, yo?" I'm like, "Oh shit, you Weebay." He was like, "Yeah." Hey. I was like, "That's what's up, yo." I'm like, "Big fan, of you, yo." He like appreciate it. Yeah, he seems he seems like a cool nigga, yo. Like what's the other dude? Uh, Shamrock. They used to be he with string all the time. Nah, I did cable in his house. Oh shit! Like was in there with him for like two hours. That's what's up. Like yo. he's cool as shit too. He still lives in, but he's from Baltimore. Yeah. Lives here. Like he's singing shit, so see that's the unique thing about the wire. Yeah, that a NPC lot of in his crib. Know. I was like, what you like know about that. <laughs> a lot of those people weren't actors, yo. They were Baltimore residents that they used because they wanted to have an authentic like outside of, of fucking show. Outside of some of the main like characters, mm-hmm. yeah, like you like outside of your Wood Harris, your your Idris, yeah, uh, the dude that played Boldy, and even the dude. uh that played Poop Trey Chaney. He from D.C., so it's not, like, real far. Right. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of them people, you can sit there, like, maybe that's just me knowing a lot of people. I sit every episode of The Wire. Right, I see oh, three, shit, four people I know. Like, yeah. right. There's a nigga that used to cut my hair and shit. I remember we was in there joking him. We was like, yo, you was on The Wire playing a tough-ass nigga. Yo, you're, you're not a tough-ass <laughs> nigga. Yo, what the fuck wrong with you, yo? Yo, that's what's up, man. Um, like I said, we got a good show lined up for y'all. Make sure y'all go to the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. Check out our other shows, um, Live from the Kitchen and Busy Being Married. You do one this week? Um, Live from the Kitchen, I can do whatever I want. All right, all right, yeah, all it's right. an interview series, so I'm not really doing, It ain't right. All right. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't fact check level. Yeah. Like, the streets gotta have the fact check. <laughs> every, we, back on, we back on schedule. We back on Fridays. Yeah. Hitting you with the playlist and the pod. You feel me? We got we got to maintain that status quo, B, because we're the, we're the franchise of the wave right now. You feel me? <laughs> we, we the Jordan of this shit. You know what I'm saying? It. They come to us for this hip-hop content. They come to us for these fact checks. They come to us for these plant checks. They come to us for these Trill American heroes. They come to That's see crazy. who the MVP of the week is. Nigga, the, we got The craziest segments, part is man. the plant check you, you got for this week. I, I don't know if I'm going to do it this week. 
We gonna hold on to that I've because been wondering, but I'm like, I don't know because I watched. Did you that. think about it before I, I presented yes, it to yes, you? Yes, but night? I but it's like I've I've watched his grind from I want to say like 13, 14. So interesting. I've seen him from there to where it is now. So without without giving him away too much, do you think it's a possibility he it might is. have been groomed? You know what I'm saying? Because if he was groomed, that's still a plant to me, bro. All right. You feel me? If you but, if you like, let's say you do a showcase somewhere, and nigga, uh, 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 tip at the showcase, he like his shit. He want to get with you expeditiously or some shit, and fucking. But you young though, and they don't go the bow wow route and just throw you out there right away. They, they groom you for a couple years. But if that's you know the case, I mean? you got. If, if, being groomed, then we all it's a it's a lot of niggas like You know think. who else would constitute under that? The chick her. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Plant shit. Cause she she's only what, like twenty one, twenty two now yeah. and she's been in the game. And she was one of them people that had a had a little run, yeah. went away and came back completely. You know how they used to do the shit, shit at the Grammys where you sing on the side of the stage. Yeah. She was doing that. But then it's like if you're talking about grooming, Dre used to do that with everybody. When you signed the aftermath, you wasn't just coming out. Right, right. So right. it's like he did that with Fifth, mm-hmm. where it was like, "Look, you good, you can rap, but we need to make you an artist." Yeah. So it's like, but then that's like it's almost like artist boot camp on that type mm-hmm. of thing. Where it's like we need to make you ready to come out, and it wasn't like a whole long process. It was like you already got your wave. So, but that that's person like, that you had there, I was like, "Yo, I could see it," but at the same time, like I, I remember him. Opening up for like Juicy J, yeah, shit I was at like the that. Mm. The Ramshead joint, yeah, you was at that shit. Yeah, if he if he came here, especially because the first time he came was on the Juicy J shit. If he came here any time after that, between that and I don't think he did. No, he did. No, he he did Astro World hit. He would um see we we just done gave it away yeah. Oh fuck it uh, <laughs> all good. But yeah, we talking about Travis Scott. So fucking he did the the Juicy J. Cause Juicy J came twice. This how that, I remember. That show that wasn't even. Juice came with Ferg first. Yeah. Then he came with Travis Scott. And Pat. Then Scott started coming by himself. Scott came to either Soundstage or Ramshead by himself. One time. Radio. He came. He came to Baltimore one time by himself, and then after that, he would always go to the Fillmore. <clears throat> The Fillmore, I don't know if it's a big. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. He's never come to Baltimore by himself. Up up until the Astro World joint. He came. Did he do the arena? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. He kicked the tour off here. Yeah, he didn't do uh, Soundstage or Ramsey. He would always go to the A bunch of us wanted to go, and we didn't. And Mm -hmm. then when he went back on tour, because you know he did it again, Mm -hmm. he went to D.C. A bunch of my homeboys went. I ain't go. But. I don't like going to DC for shows, yo. Like I'll do the Fillmore because it's a straight it's, shot. It's Silver Spring. You in the, you're not in the middle, but you're not in DC. Yeah. DC just that shit is a bop, yo. And then it's like if you get to drinking on something, you might as well get a room. All the fucking <laughs> checkpoints coming home and shit, bro. That shit is fucking annoying. And then the room's high. It ain't like here where you could just catch something 
real quick for the night down there. You still gonna pay like two hundred for a room. But see, that's why I like Fillmore because they got a nice double tree right across the street. And if you don't want to do that, it's an it's like a Hampton right next to that shit or whatever. And they got that little mall across the mm-hmm. street and shit. So it's hella shit to do around there. But um, yeah, we gonna kick it off this week with a motherfucking fact check. Um, in the essence of the Mike Dean fact check that we did last week, I was thinking who else is kind of underappreciated in the game. And I think this name has come up a couple times on this pod before, but uh, what really got me on it is watching the Beastie Boys doc and how prevalent he was in their career. So we we talking about Rick Rubin. Um, you all queued up? Yeah. All right. So Rick Rubin, um, born in 1963, age 57. If y'all don't know who the fuck Rick Rubin is, he's a motherfucking American record producer and former co-president of Columbia Records. But guess what? Before that, he started fucking Def Jam with Russell Simmons. You feel me? He's a co-founder. And he also established American Records. So we talking about the Beastie Boys, LL Cool J, Public Enemy, the Ghetto Boys, and Run DMC. He also helped popularize hip-hop music, usually by using the infamous now... Let me throw some rock riffs on this hip hop beat and get it over with the white people method. Fucking. It works. It works every fucking time. So now later on in his career, and we will definitely get into this extensively, but um, some of the big names in his later career is Adele, which I just found out today. Fucking Audio Slave, Linkin Park, ACDC, which is bananas. Kanye, Johnny Cash. Um, Tom Patty, Justin Timberlake, Metallica, System of a Down, Rage Against the Machine, Red Hot Chili Peppers, The Strokes, Limp Biscuit, Kendrick Lamar. I'm just finding that out reading this shit. And fucking Slipknot. If you know about Slipknot, that shit gets hyped. Like, you ever seen a Slipknot show? Yeah. That shit is bananas, yo. So, um, you really don't want to get too much into your personal life and shit. Yeah. But, um, Rick, like, it's so crazy. You know how his shit is so wild. You know how normally when you go on somebody's shit, right? Mm-hmm. And you click discography, it's on there. He has to have a whole nother page. Whole nother motherfucking Because his shit spans like damn near 40 years. So, um, he gets tight with uh, Zulu Nation DJ uh, Jazzy J. Then Jazzy J introduced him to Russell Simmons. And um, Russell explains that he needed help. Well, no, Ruben explained to Russell he needed help getting this label Def Jam off the ground. So they cut the nigga Jazzy J out and um, they officially founded the label Def Jam Records in 1984. So the first record released was uh, LL Cool J's I Need a Beat infamous and then ruben goes on to find more groups um those being public enemy and the beastie boys now if you're a beastie boys fan like i am you know how prevalent and how um basically beastie boys don't don't bubble without rick ruben let's put it like that and as we talked about last week the infamous reverse 808 rick ruben like made that shit um like I said, the breakthrough would have been with Run DMC. I'm guessing the um, uh, Aerosmith collab. This way. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also does. You got to fight for your right to party. If you know about that beat, that's a crazy banana like hip hop fucking break beat on top of a fucking rock riff. So uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, 1986 Walk This Way comes out That's what we're talking about with Run DMC That kind of blows him up So 87 he's working with The Cult They do the Crush Groove soundtrack 
yada 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 yada. You realize in Crush Groove, he's one of the only people like a lot like they didn't have Russell Simmons play itself, but mm-hmm. Rick Rubin played itself. Right, right, right. What I didn't know is in '88, Rubin and Simmons go their separate way after Rubin had a falling out with uh, Lee or Cohen. Lee or fucking Cohen, yo. We're gonna fact check that motherfucker one day, yo. Um, I did not know he was the reason for them splitting up. I didn't know Leo. Yeah, because Leo was like the road manager or something for, mm-hmm. I want to say, Run DMC. Yeah, He's yeah, doing like yeah, a yeah. lot of... Uh, All right, so let's get into... Nobody likes that nigga Leo, huh? Oh, this is pretty cool. Uh, he also said he's a fan of professional wrestling. Um, he cited Roddy Piper and Ric Flair as influence in his work and promotion. Now, now, that, if, that'll make sense about a lot of the jackets and shit. Right. Here's what's super dope. If you watch the Beastie Boys doc, there's a there's a segment in there where they're talking about their relationship with Ruben and how he kind of groomed them and shit. And there's a segment where he relates them, their personalities back then, to like being bad guys and wrestling and shit. So their whole goal was just to get on the crowd's nerves, just be swarmy yeah. heels and shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's where he got that shit from, his uh, love of wrestling and shit. So... Let's just get into this hog, man. Um, Click back on this shit. <laughs> we just gonna run through the ones we think are most prevalent, alright? And we have to break this down by decade. So we're gonna start with the 80s. Uh, you got LL Cool J Radio, Run DMC Raising Hell, Beastie Boys License to Ill. I'm tripping off. It's yours? He did that? On Wu Tang? No. It's yours. Uh, Tila that? Rock and Jazzy J. Oh, shit, yeah. Like, yeah, bro. Because remember, he was tight with Jazzy J. Fucking original concept, can you feel it? Public Enemy, um, the Bum Rush Show, and he's executive on that. Uh, he works with the rock group The Cult, uh, Run DMC, Christmas and Hollis, LL Cool J, Jack the Ripper, Public Enemy, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. He's the exec on that. So basically, he's the fucking founder of the fucking... What's the name of that production crew for Public Enemy? Um, oh, man. That's not, that's not Lynch. Lynch Mob is ice cream Lynch Mob shit. is... No. Lynch Mob was them, wasn't it? I think Lynch that Mob was? is Ice Cube and them. Right. What was the name? Oh, man. Now you're going to make me look that yeah, shit Yeah, work up. on that for me. Um, fucking Slayer, South to Heaven, uh, Run DMC, Tutter Than Lever, uh, LL Cool J, Walking with the Panther, and he works on Andrew Dice Clay's album, Dice. So we go to the 90s. He starts to get a little bit more eclectic with his rock dabblings. We're talking about the Black Crows, another Slayer one. He works as a supervisor producer on Ghetto Boys, the Ghetto Boys. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar Sex, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, which is fucking the awesome. Bomb Squad. Bomb Squad, yep. Fucking uh, Sir Mix a Lot, Mac Daddy, he's the exact one that. that. Fucking Mick Jagger, Wandering Spirit, some more shit with the Colt. Does a joint with Joan Jett and the Black Hearts, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Fucking Andrew Dice Clay, Andrew Jeez. Dice Clay, Johnny Cash. Fucking some more Red Hot Chili Peppers, Nine Inch Nails, ACDC. The Last Action Hero, music from the motion picture. That's a classic fucking bad movie. I love that fucking movie. Uh, More LL Cool J, System of a Down, Uh, Sheryl Crow. 
we get to the 2000s. We're talking about Johnny Cash, Rage Against the Machine, fucking More System, Macy Gray, the ID. Yeah. He execs mm-hmm. that shit. Aero fucking Smith, Aerosmith, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Audio Slave, More System, Limp Biscuit, Jay Z. Who's Mars Volta, yo? I can't even tell you, but I've heard the name so many times. Got you. Being down power plant and shit. So. 2003, he does 99 Problems for Jay-Z, which has its own credit, which is kind of remarkable. And some people look at that as a resurgence of Rick Rubin. And if you've been listening to us for it the was. past five minutes, you understand it that it wasn't. Um, <laughs> it was just he, he wasn't doing a lot of rap. Yeah. And I, felt, I think Jay felt like... And he's never in front of the camera. Right. And I think Jay felt like, yo, this being my last album, mm-hmm. me being on Def Jam as long as I was... Let me go back and get at least one Rick joint. Because yeah. without Rick, rap ain't what it is. So I think that was Jay almost like, yo, let me pay this homage real quick before I go out. Mm-hmm. And let me get my one with him real fast. Here's one for you. Lil John and the East Side Boys. Yep. Crunk, Crunk Juice. Juice. Fucking Weezer. Shakira. Uh, Shakira. More Limp Biscuit. Neil, Neil Diamond. Diamond. Dixie Chicks. Dixie Chicks, which I believe he won a Grammy for. He was on Future Sex Love Sounds? Yes, he was. Justin Timberlake. He worked with U2. He worked with Poison. He worked with Kanye, Nas, KRS-One, and Rakim. He did that beat? Yes, he did. Fucking Vanessa Carlton. Fucking Metallica. Pete Yorn. And now we get to the 210s. So we got more Johnny Cash. Linkin Park. Kid Rock. Adele, 21. That's another Grammy. More Metallica, more Red Hot Chili Peppers, ZZ Top. He looks like he's in fucking ZZ Lana Top. Lana Del Rey. Lana Del yeah. Rey. The Avid Brothers. Fucking Black Sabbath. He execs Jesus. Eminem, Marshall Mathers 2. Lady Gaga. Ed Sharon. Wu Tang Clan. Gold Link. Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo. James Blake. Billy Corgan. More Eminem. Santana. God damn, man. I'm done. I'm done. Yo. Son, shouts out to Rick, man. Put some fucking respect on Rick Rubin's name, yo. He doesn't even have to work no more. His credits, he's going to have more credits than most producers will ever get. Like you said, yo, that hip-hop ain't shit without it fucking like Rick Rock Rubin. like rock ain't shit without him neither, so. Yo, real <laughs> spill, bro. Real like spill. He's been touched. He's kind of like, and it's like. It's almost like if you look at it, Mike Dean kind of followed his. Yeah. Because he touches everything. Yeah. He just is try to touch as much as you can and put your sound and put your stamp on whatever you can. 1998 wins a Grammy for Best Country Album, nigga. That was the Dixie Chicks, That's the right? Dixie Chicks joint. I remember when they won that. One's Record of the Year for Not Ready to Make Nice. Another Best Country Album. Fucking Future Sex Love Sounds Album of the Year. Another Best Rock Album Grammy. Two more Grammys for himself. Fucking, and the one that busts my head is Album of the Year with Adele. And that's the last Grammy he won the last time he was nominated. This nigga was Producer of the Year, non-classic. Yeah, yo. What the fuck, bro? Shout out to Slick Dick, Rick Rubin, yo. You have now been enshrined in the Fact Check Hall of Fame shirt. You know, we should... He ain't even do... When they talking Red Hot Chili Peppers, he did Californication. Yeah. That was like one of their joints. Yeah. Like, Are you, you fuck with Red Hot Chili Peppers? Have you ever bit. seen uh, the Under the Bridge 
like before they even had a band and it's just uh, uh anthony kiedis and flea on the beach doing that shit acapella uh, son that shit is fire nigga <clears throat> i'll send you the link they put production style like so yeah we have now started a new segment because of mike dean and rick rubin and it's called the right. fucking fact check hall of fame through, right every let's start finding these guys in the music game yo who y'all don't put no respect on yeah me that deserve it mm. and it really be like yo without without some of them some of your favorite shit wouldn't it came out wouldn't it came out it, it wouldn't even been a thought nigga it wouldn't have been a sperm in the egg to hatch the baby of your fucking favorite rapper. You know who we might have to put on there, yo? Who's Popman? Fucking Parks. Yo, we Parks definitely got to do a deep shit, dive bro. on Parks, yo. Like. Do you, and niggas would have never known him without the fucking Joe Without Button the pod. Time. And it's yeah. like, he's produced on a lot. I mean, not produced, but he engineers, engineers yeah. a lot. New music. We got a new future joint. Alert, alert. New future joint. How off life. I haven't listened to it. Fonzie, did you get all the way through it? Yo, I listened to it last night. Give me your um, thoughts. I like it. A lot of, I see a lot of people saying they don't. But I tell niggas, it's like some future shit, if you're not really a fan of his, yeah. you're not going to fuck with it. So I'm not, I might as well just leave it alone. Now, he's got a couple joints on here you might like. like one with him and Travis. Um, he's got a joint to help him and Uzi. Mm-hmm. I like the joint. Uh, he, I, he he played a streaming game this go around. Did he? How many he threw tracks? A couple joints on. It's twenty one tracks. Oh yeah, he definitely. But out it. of the twenty one, I've heard one, two, three, four, five, and that's the last five though. So I like how he put all of them at the end. Oh, he did put. The but two he still Drake played. Okay. He still played that streaming game. Mm-hmm. Like, cause all of them, them last five joints are the joint. Like, I, those are the singles he's just been letting go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, he's got to have an album coming out. And niggas like, man, I got a homeboy I talk to about Future. And when like, anytime some shit, I'm like, he's about to drop something. And my man's like, yeah, it's too much shit coming out. Because Future doesn't let a whole lot of shit out. That's how I feel about what the Migos are doing right now. Yeah, they about to drop something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the album's, I hope it's not culture for, but Ugh. like, but I'm hoping they drop something. But I like, the craziest part is a lot of niggas were saying like, yo, when the life is good, Future shit came out that... Oh, like I told niggas, I said, Future kills that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have done without the whole Drake putt on the front. Mm-hmm. You know, and the niggas are like, nah, yo, Drake putt was harder, da-da-da. So he dropped that remix where he raps over that beat, too, mm-hmm. and gets on his toxic, his toxic man shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's the future we love. Like, just being super toxic and shit. And then the whole second putt where on Life is Good, he normally raps. He's got the baby and little baby on there, and they kill that shit. You don't so, think he's, like, dying inside, you know? He is. He should be going through some shit, bro. Like, the niggas see the memes all the time and make jokes, but it's like, yo, he be really, like, trying to tell y'all niggas yeah. something's wrong, like he's hurting, and niggas just be turning up to the shit and getting high to it and partying to it. It's fucked up. And he told niggas a, a couple years ago, like, stop getting high to my shit. Like, that shit ain't cool. I don't even do that shit. He's like, I do, but not to the extent that y'all think I do. Like, I just talk about it because I know y'all doing it, and y'all expect it from me now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible place to be yo terrible like, place to be did you I don't, see his mother's day tweets yeah that shit was goofy fucking nah, the only one that wasn't like real you could tell wasn't heartfelt was the Sierra one all the other ones no, he was he, really I like he, I think he meant that from the bottom of his future heart. <laughs> like, I really <laughs> all do all the yo. rest of them was like long and like he putting a lot of shit into it mm-hmm. and then the Sierra one was like yeah appreciate you see baby future is life <laughs> 
What's wrong with this nigga, man? What's wrong with him is he's dying inside, yo. Don't nobody want to help him, bro. Yeah, like, bro. Lori Harvey ain't going to help him. Uh, he probably ain't even doing that no more. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Future, I guess. I, I just feel like his music, <clears throat> to me, it just doesn't feel inspired anymore. Like, there's no, there's yeah. no sense of urgency behind it. There's no... Shit, that's, a, that's why he don't drop a lot. He don't drop as much as he used to. Shit, I think he he's at the point at least once or twice a year, yo. Once a year, but you know, once you're in the deal and you got to put something out, like I wonder how. I, that's what I want. I want to. I want to have a look at his deal. Yo, we really need to explore the possibility of looking into people's record contracts. Because how would we go about getting the, that information? Yo? I don't know. I think the only ones we could really get are ones that have been parts of. Part of court cases, cases. Yeah. but I think his might have been because of that whole Rocco. Shit. Yo, we start doing that. We taking this part to a whole nother level. Yo, we like our research game is already on point. Cause that that'd be a whole. I'm gonna have to level, look into yo. that Rocco, him, that case with him and Rocco mm-hmm. a few years back to see how much of his deal. Because I want to say, I know he put out those two albums, the Future and the Hendrix joints, mm-hmm. to kind of whatever situation he had with Rocco. Mm-hmm. To kind of get that out the way, yeah. Because like whatever that from what Rocco was saying was like, yeah, kind of the same shit. A lot of people been saying like a lot. What happens a lot of times, even with the Meg shit, you come you start out with a smaller label production deal, then once you get your big deal, that label tries to kick the production company out, get, tries to get them the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I always tell niggas there's no future without Rocco. Right. Like. That's some of the they they got classic joints together like street shit classic mixtape shit together like you can't ever what yo what happened if Scooter would have had Future Spot yo I don't know Scooter Scooter yo the rapping yo the bro. fucking industry was not ready for they Scooter, wasn't ready yeah. they, I don't think they was ready for that much street shit yeah bro and drug talk at one time yeah nigga. it was a lot that nigga like, was ahead of his day, time bro like you can even still tell like i gotta go back on some school to shit he's know. got the one tape um called jug king mm-hmm. like i'm just listening to that like yo this nigga just doesn't want to leave the streets yeah, you can tell he has a passion for it yeah. the way he raps about it like shout so out to like, scooter yo young scooter man you gonna have to fact check that nigga one day well, I sound like my daughter trying to I think to he's still with... I think he still might be list, like with Rocco. I'm pretty sure he is. I mean, he's yeah. still under the A1 recordings. Close the door, babe. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. Street lottery reloaded. Oh, is this new? Give me a date, baby. 2-18-2020. Oh, yeah. Gots to check out. it. Gots to check it. Last one. I remember was Trap Hero, which was last year. Um, not a not a whole lot of other shit came out though. I see Polo G has uh, is this a song? No, it's that's a album. project. Um, Migos has a song. Polo G, the one was was Chef G going at uh, two two G's, one of them. That's your department. New York Drill is strictly your department, sir. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Should be Ray got a new joint out with P and D. Yeah, what is that about? Hmm. Oh shit! No, nah, that little TJ from last week, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, Nav bought the deluxe edition out. The brown boy. Who got the deluxe? Nav, brown boy, it, two deluxe. What, what's that about? 
His album is what uh, doing? some more songs. Oh, hey, he got some features oh, on that. Oh, shit. Huh? That's what he did. What did he do? Put them he together. He basically made it like two albums. Yeah. I like when niggas Sheesh. do that. Though. This nigga, uh, you familiar with Young's Teflon? He, um, his last joint is called Blood, Sweat, and Tears. So what he did is, I think it came out to be 15 total. So he dropped five is blood, five is sweat, and then five is tears. Oh, shit. Like one week after uh, another. And they all had separate, separate covers. So then the fourth week was the actual drop put it week. All together. Yeah, and he like merged the covers and shit. That shit was hard, man. Roy Woods <laughs> got something. I ain't never really. I know he's with OVO, right? Oh, I thought that Roy. I thought Roy Woods was a fucking comedian, bro. Nah, Roy Woods <laughs> OVO, son. Yo, I've heard of Tokyo Jets. I believe she's on Grand Hustle, right? Never heard any of her music though. I'm not familiar. Yeah, they got anything else on it? Um, Young Lean. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Mm-mm. Young Lean is from overseas somewhere, but he called. He's like, he was more. He came out around that time when, um, like that weird time where ASAP and all of them was coming out. Yeah, one of uh, those niggas. Yeah, you had to be really good because niggas wasn't him cloud rap emo rap cloud Sad rap. Core. Sadcore. Sad, because his crew is called like the Sad Boys. Sad Boys. That's plenty of shit. My crew is called Team Ugly Boys. <laughs> yo, fucking. How do you feel about the Swiss Beats and this Pioneer Fun shit, yo? I didn't really look into it. But okay, basically. He seemed like he's trying to do something. Basically, what he's saying is it's like a pension for the old niggas, though. Here's, here's the thing. Niggas that didn't get to make no money back in the day in rap, basically. Well, whose fucking fault is that? Yeah, and that's the, that's one of the things. I was watching, I want to say, like, Unsung or something the other night on Roxanne Shantae. Like, I was telling my wife, the problem was back then, mm-hmm. like, you had so many people that weren't music business people that knew, like, say that this, we was coming out in the 80s, and I was rapping, or you was rapping, and I was your mans. I'm going to try. You might be like, yo, you're my mans that's with me all the time. I want you to be my manager, mm-hmm. even though... I don't really know shit about the business. Mm. You don't know shit about the business. And then what ends up happening is the person that's playing manager or half-ass executive sees that money and their eyes get big and mm. fucking the, the people that's actually... It's like a lot of people just getting fucked over. So it's like, Who's, don't try to come bro, back now. Still, yo. Still, though. I'm not I'm not feeling that fucking homie excuse, yo. Like, I totally understand what you're saying. And I'm like, it's and no it's point to, to, It's totally valid, but I'm not feeling it. Like, my nigga, it's not like... It's not like... Magic Johnson, who probably only had, hypothetically, let's say he had a $15 million a year contract. Right. right. Compared to LeBron, who's making $100 million a year. To, I shouldn't kick no money back to Yeah, you. like, the fucking times have changed. Revenue streams have changed. Like, one thing they're really harping on is, like, medical expenses. Because what, what's really going on is a lot of these old niggas are fucking killing over and they're fucking Man, dying now. Insurance or nothing. Whose fucking fault is that? Like, my nigga. Day, I'm looking at it like, yo, on, if I'm signing bro. to a label, right? Yeah. That's my job. I'm that I'm, I'm signing on to you to be like an employee and to work here. Mm-hmm. So part of my contract is going to be, you're paying my medical expenses. Like, so it's just certain shit, I guess. Niggas wasn't smart enough back in the day. Right, right, right. To know certain shit and to bring up certain shit when it comes to these contracts and dealing with these big fucking million dollar companies. That's not nobody's fault but theirs. Talking about, yo, this nigga says he wants to raise a million dollars for each icon that started rap. See, now you playing I mean, with shit. You think about all the icons, though. Them niggas got money. 
But now you playing with shit. So why why does if that's the case and you really want to help niggas out, just because cool cool Herc started rap, all right, I get it. So but what makes him different from fucking Roxanne Shantae? She had an impact. She did substantial shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like she cool can't Herc, get the yeah, million. He might have created it, but there's another thing I don't like. He's saying if you a new nigga and you coming in the game, you should have to pay that tax as like a membership fee. Like nigga, who the fuck are you, yo? So Swiss, so all that money you've made over the years, give them niggas some money. If that's how you feel. Yeah, you yeah. Design Aston Martin, all this type shit. You Come need to be on, kicking bro. back something. This needs to see that bro. it should be something. It should be one of them things like Lead almost by like a Swiss. Example. That's why I fuck your Hove. Hove would do some shit and won't say nothing because it don't it don't mean shit at the it's end like of the day. It's like at the end of the day, me? Swiss might not have Hove and Puff money, but when it comes to money and rap, Swiss, you're in that top one percent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like his money's on another level compared to your average artist slash producer. So at the end of the day, why don't you get the rest of the rich nigga crew? You, Puff, Kanye, Hove, y'all can single-handedly do that shit. You could also, you could also start a union if all of you guys pulled your money Toon together. You could also start a major label if all you motherfuckers pulled your money Hove together. Like, come the fuck on now! Like, stop playing. And Hove shouldn't be the only nigga out here giving out like, fed bro, and like, for niggas. And you know the fucking. If this nigga was in front of me right now, Swiss Beach, yo, I'd be like, yo, Swiss, you are the fucking man. I respect you. I love everything about your work. Fucking, you're a legend. You feel me? But I, I disagree with you with on this. this. Shit here, yeah. And you know, once I say I disagree with this nigga, the defense mechanism is going to be, he probably shit on me because I ain't done shit. And then it's like, well... I'm a hip hop legend and this shit. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Right. When at the end of the day, like if that's how you feel, that's how you feel, bro. I'm just letting you know I don't feel that way. Man, not, and I don't agree with you, but I, I still fuck pay, with you. I shouldn't yeah, have man, to give him money because he can't afford his medical bills. Fuck right. that got to do with me, bro. I can barely pay rent sometimes. Cool Herc Is Cool Herc gonna help me? Cool Herc should have figured out a way as a hip hop pioneer and an icon to make a way for us. Come on, man. Like, y'all niggas found a way to DJ and hook shit up in the streets. Come on, man. And on, on. Make Cool Herc executive producer on your next project, nigga. Do some shit and like that. Cool Herc if that's how you feel, nigga. When you was doing nigga. the Godfather of Harlem. Come uh, on, bro. Fuck out of here, bro. That shit had me heated, nigga. I'm sorry. Niggas just got, like, yo, be the change you want to see. That's what they say. That's it, yo. Be the change that you want to see. Lead man. by example. You don't... <laughs> what... <laughs> That shit is mind blowing. The more I think about it, you, know? you you heard about this young buck shit? I heard a little bit about it. I guess he did that. So I know a big part of it is so he wouldn't have to pay fifty or none of them back. Well, numbers fifty one three hundred thousand. Buck saying he paid him back one fifty of that. But now this makes sense, and it totally sounds like some fifty cent shit. I'm guessing this was a loan of some sort or, or something, right? <laughs> All right, now follow me. Fifty wanted three hundred thousand back. He said he would pay him one fifty at first, and then the rest over the next thirty days. But fifty apparently kept increasing the debt. What that sounds like to me is interest. 
So I'm willing to bet you didn't have that the rest of that 150 after that 30 days, and he put some in, some more interest. That's how the fuck I was expecting that, that 150 yeah. was for my son, nigga. Like I got a baby, I got a son. He young. That's he how that shit. shit works, yo. So this nigga filed for bankruptcy to get out of his G. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Young Buck, yo. That's some slick shit, yo. You should have been to that, bro. Like, is anybody else even signing G-Units? I'm pretty sure all of them are. I know Banks been dropping some fire fucking freestyles. Like, like some uh, Lucy's and shit. Yeah, he I did that hunting season shit. It's, his voice doesn't do anything for me, yo. Like, but for him, like, for it to be 2020 and Banks still rapping like that. Is he barring shit up, though? Alright, I'll check it out on your records, huh? So, um... Shout out to Young Buck and whoever just shared this video with me on my fucking Facebook. I think that's my stepmom. Fact check. Podcast live and direct. I apologize for my daughter trying to walk down the steps. But I'm not cutting that shit out the pod, yo. Now, um, in more news, Maurice Fane of loving hip-hop fame was arrested for fraud. Federal officials say. Shout out to CNN for the intel. So, Maurice, what's, it, what's his nickname, y'all? Arkansas Mo. Arkansas Mo. This nigga really from Arkansas? I don't know. Uh, he's been arrested and charged with federal bank fraud after misusing funds from a Paycheck Protection Program, PPP, federal, office, federal officers say. Uh, he runs a corporation called Flame Trucking, and he submitted a PPP loan application for the company on April 15th, stating that the business only had 107 employees and an average monthly payroll of a million. Hold up. Let me do that math real quick, yo. All right. Hold up. Of a million and uh, basically a million five, according to the affidavit. Flame Trucking asked for a loan of 3.7 and certified the loan proceeds would be used to retain workers and maintain payroll or make mortgage interest payments, lease payments, and utility payments as specified under the Paycheck Protection Program rule. That's how much before the decimal point is how much he pays each employee a month on average if that's his payroll. That's correct. Fucking... I want to go work for Arkansas more. Yeah, what? (laughs) (laughs) Write this down, yo. Flame trucking. Flame trucking, man. All right, so United Community Bank ultimately funded the loan, but they only gave them two mil in late April. Fane then used more than 1.5 of the funds to buy $85,000 worth of jewelry, including a Rolex watch, a diamond bracelet, and a 5.73 carat diamond ring for himself. Damn. He also <coughs> leased a 2019 Rolls Royce Wraith and paid $40,000 in back child support. <laughs> <laughs> if hey. you're going to do something, that's one of the things you need to knock you're out. Like, oh, these niggas 40. Let me go ahead and get this knocked out. At a time when small businesses are struggling for survival, we cannot tolerate anyone driven by personal greed who misdirects federal emergency assistance earmarks for keeping businesses afloat, said Chris Hacker, special agent in charge of FBI FBI land. God damn. So basically, this nigga was using COVID money to fund his lifestyle, son. Yo. Uh Uh-oh, it gets better. When they searched his house... They also discovered about eighty thousand dollars in cash, ninety four hundred, which he had in, in his, his pockets. pockets. God damn, Arkansas Mo, 
He was released on ten thousand dollars. He told on himself, yo. He told on himself. Because he got they, it now. When they asked him, they was like, yo. He's like, yeah, I used the loan to buy jewelry, mm-hmm. and I kind of sort of not really used it to buy the reef. <laughs> <laughs> he said he believed he had the right to use part of that PPP loan proceeds for other businesses' purposes. And working cash. So I got. I got to look the part of a nigga that owns the fucking business. That's part of the show. That is part of the like show. Like I told you, whenever I watch American Greed, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, when these people, when the victims explain why they were willing to give these people money and get scammed, mm-hmm. because they were under the impression that this person already had money and was successful. Mm-hmm. So the look definitely plays a big part in it. Why well, I want to do business for the motherfucker who don't look like he getting money. This is where I'm about to go. All right, let's go. Speaking of scams, and they go. It's t- yo, we gotta get like a soundboard, bro. I think that's the. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the next evolution of the pod, yo. Not on no corny shit, right. but like when we come in with the Trill American Heroes, it should be the um the the uh, Law and Order SVU shit. Dun 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 dun. So this week's Trill American Heroes, brought to you by First Class Lifestyle Group. Was Frost? Nigga name was Frosty. I would like to nominate Ross Obrecht. A.K.A. The Dread Pirate Roberts. Now, if y'all don't know who this motherfucker is, I want you to, I want you to, I want you to get a visual picture in your head. I want you to think about Pablo Escobar. I want you to think about um, El Chapo. You know what I'm saying? I want you to think about the Villalobos brothers. You know what I'm saying? And then, in the same vein, we have the evolution of that and it is the Dread Pirate Robert show so Ross William Obert born March 27 1984 is an American convict best known for creating and operating the dark net market known as get ready for it the Silk Road he only had a two year run 2011-2013. Keep that in mind, yo. 28.5 million when they called him. Keep that in mind, yo. The site was designed to use Tor, and we're going to get into a lot of tech shit, so if you're not hip, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck to tell you. So the site was designed to use Tor for anonymity, 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 to be anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> and Bitcoin was the currency. And this is when... if. If I'm not mistaken, this is when Bitcoin is really starting to bubble, yeah, right? Bitcoin wasn't a thing, like a big thing, until yeah. after this. Right, right, right. So, all right. We won't get into his early life and shit, because it don't fucking matter. What I do want you to know is that he went to school um, for things... I don't think it's in the um, wiki. Nothing having to do with tech, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. He's an engineer, so he's a smart motherfucker. But he went for material science and engineering and also studied uh, crystallography. So, if I'm not mistaken, that is a form of... Is it experiment? Yeah, it's... um... I'm looking at it now. Uh... Experimental science determining the arrangement... Mm-hmm. Of atoms and crystalline solids. You can also use that knowledge to grow things. His thing, basically, from the shit he learned in college, he learned how to make these super potent uh, psycho, what they call it, psychocillin mushrooms. Uh, yeah. So when he started the Silk Road, he started it as. So he could. 
just to see if he could jam them fucking mushrooms off. Because he was living in a fucking apartment. Um, well, he wasn't living there. He was using it as a grow house for the shrooms. And he, he got up to like 100 pounds. And then something with the shit fucked up. And it started flooding. So the fucking uh, landlord goes up there and sees all the shit and calls him. And fucking then called the police on him. So if you notice with his story, he jumps around a lot. I believe this nigga has been a fugitive for a minute. But um, basically, he envisioned Silk Road as a free market experiment with the emphasis for the users to be anonymous. He believed people, he's a libertarian, so he believed people should have the right to buy and sell whatever they want as long as they did not hurt anyone. Uh, blah, 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 tech shit, tech shit. So Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency. While all Bitcoin transactions are recorded in a log, the blockchain, which is actually the real technology of why the whole shit works, um, users who avoid linking their identities to their online wallets can conduct transactions by being anonymous. So he got Dead Pirate Roberts from fucking Princess Bride. Shout out to that movie if you don't know about it. The fuck was that? Lighter. Oh, I thought you popped the Garcia Vega or some shit like that. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck was going on, bro. Alright. So, basically, he makes this fucking website, and it starts booming. Um, Gawker does an article on it, and that's when it, like, fucking blows up. He has a anonymous anonymous name and he wants to give off the impression that it's more than one person so the whole story if you don't know about dread pirate roberts is it starts off as one one guy and when he dies he passes the name and the mythology and like all that shit on to the next person and they just run with it kind of like zorro really? you know what i'm saying so that was believed to be his motivation for the shit you don't necessarily know who it is yeah you just know it's um, somebody doing something so after a while he has to like hire people to help him um build the website and stuff like that and he has like admins and mods and shit now they pop him in 2013 i believe yeah i'm looking at this shit it's like i can't even get into that shit because People ain't going to understand what the fuck I'm Albright talking about. Albright was first connected to Dread Pirate Roberts by Gary Alford, an IRS investigator working with the DEA on the Silk Road in mid-2013. The connection was made by linking the username Altoid, used during Silk Road's early days to announce the website and a forum post, which Albright posted under the nickname Altoid, asked for programming help and mm-hmm. gave his email address, which contained his full name. In October 2013, he was arrested by the FBI while at the Glen Park branch of the San Francisco Public Library and was accused of being the mastermind. To prevent him from encrypting or deleting files, he was using to run the site. As he was arrested, two agents pretended to be quarreling lovers when they had sufficiently distracted him. According to Jim Beerman of Wired, a third agent grabbed his laptop while he was distracted and handed it to Agent Thomas Kiernan, who then inserted a flash drive in one of the USB laptop's USB ports which with software that copy key files. All right, pause. Let me interject here. 
So basically, what happens is he um would go to this library and log in and Free do his dirt and shit. Right. So the agents um knew that he had a failsafe on the laptop. So if he knew they were coming, he would do the keystroke and it would wipe out the whole shit. You feel uh, me? Right. So what they do is position two agents in front of him and they act like it's a domestic dispute and start tussling and shit. So he gets up to try to interject and shit. And there's another agent sitting like right across from him, snatches the laptop. Once he sees this, he goes for that agent. But then they got him. Right. So the whole time they're walking back to the fucking van to put him in that bitch, they got to keep um, hitting the fucking mouse pad. So the laptop don't cut off. Right, because if it do, it's going to delete everything and shit. Ah, yeah, shit. Yeah, bro. That shit was wild, y'all. So um, he was charged for money laundering, computer hacking, conspiracy to traffic narcotics. Um, they also had him on a murder for hire charge. So... Um, yeah, he paid seven hundred thirty thousand. So allegedly, he paid the Hell's Angels to kill six people, or what he thought was six people. Basically, somebody hustled him and made him believe that these people were threatening his website and his his infrastructure, and they were trying to blackmail him. So he paid the Hell's Angels to go kill him. What he didn't know is the person on the other end of the line was acting as four different people in this elaborate scheme to get him for his fucking Bitcoin, John. You dig. But the, the fucking murder, um, the murder charge gets dropped in court because they can't prove that the murders actually happened. Right. You see what I'm saying? Crazy shit. And there was also uh, a DEA agent in Baltimore that found out who he was scammed him he had some shit he had like a brick sent somewhere and there was a middleman that was supposed to go pick it up right so when the middleman gets it the dea agent is outside the crib watching him and he pops him or whatever and then he's playing both sides of the field so he tells ross that oh this guy is a liability we should take him out i can do it for you and ross paid him to supposedly kill this guy and this guy and the the middleman took pictures in, like, a bathtub and shit and, like, faked his death to make this guy feel like he had killed somebody, you know? Goddamn. Um, Goddamn, Ross. He appealed the conviction and the sentence in 2016, sent it on claims that prosecution illegally withheld evidence of DEA agents' malfeasance in the investigation of Silk Road, for which two agents were convicted. He also argued his sentence was too harsh. Oral argument was heard in October. The Second Circuit issued its decision in May, upholding Albright's conviction and life sentence and an opinion written by Judge Gerard E. Lynch. A 139-page opinion, the court affirmed that the district court's denial of Albright's motion to suppress certain evidence affirmed the district court's decision on discovery and the admission of expert testimony and rejected Albright's argument that a life sentence was procedurally and substantively unreasonable. May 29, 2015, he gets sentenced for money laundering, computer hacking, and conspiracy to traffic narcotics. That's the charge that really got his ass. He caught double life plus 40 years without the possibility of parole. He is never coming the fuck home from having a fucking 
computer crime. Yeah, they had they had twenty eight point five million in Bitcoin. No, it was more than that. That's they what they found that's what him I'm with. You feel me? And that's nuts, bro. So yeah, shout out to my guy Ross. I'm sorry we couldn't get into uh, more details, but there is a book called uh, American Kingpin. I own the book. I suggest y'all go buy it. And y'all should definitely look into uh, Silk Road and fucking Dread Pirate Robert. FreeRoss.org. No, nah, we not freeing Ross because he has something to do with that shit. But, um, <laughs> 50 say on power. If y'all if, saying he did, he did that shit. Yeah, it's like if you're listening to this and you don't understand the scope of the Silk Road, basically it was an open open air drug market online. So we're talking about coke, heroin, fucking meth, ecstasy, you know, everything. He's kind of pioneered because he started the whole mailing shit. Yup. And we're and my niggas, they're sending this shit through the USPS. They would um they would trade secrets on how to ship shit. You know what I'm saying? Fucking where where they really got in hot water was when the guns came into play. Yeah, you can't be. And they had to start a whole new site just for the gun traffic and shit. And it's it's just crazy, bro. Like the scope of that shit. And it made me really like take a step back and be like, damn, you never know who could really just be in the, into the wildest shit. Like, keep in mind, this nigga got popped at the library. Like, imagine you go in the fucking Towson Library. You're just sitting there. Every time you go into the library and you see a nigga at the computer, I guarantee you'd be like, man, this nigga probably watch porn or some shit. You want there doing some goofy shit. He's he looking for a job because he ain't got no Wi Fi at home and shit. Nigga no, niggas running, out nigga here. Over there running the Silk Road. Yeah, niggas out here doing <laughs> $500,000 hits on niggas and shit, man. You feel me? So, yeah, keep your motherfucking head up. Shout out to Ross Albright. You still a piece of shit. But you are definitely a true American hero. Definitely. And we, appreci- we appreciate your contributions. Because, I mean, you really can't be mad at him because nobody really died. Nobody. He didn't he's, kill he anybody. He's trying to kill people. That's what's fucked up. He's <laughs> trying to kill people. Yo, you got, yo I, will, I, yo. I can't wait till you see this shit. The fucking transcripts of these messages, yo. Like, he was really, like, Ball, you see the evolution of him trying to like boss up and shit. You feel me? Because like the the Hell's Angels dude was like, well, if that was me, I carry it like this, this, and that. And then he come back like, you know what? After taking what you said into consideration, I feel like this is the best thing to do. <laughs> like, yo, this shit is so wild, yo. And then it's like the nigga. Now that you know the nigga was playing him, is is super crazy. But the nigga was like, it'd be some shit like, yo. We know where all four of them at, but like we really only need they really only need one of them. So Ross was like, nah, let's just whack him. So then the homie was like, nah, but they all be together and they all in on the scam, and we can get them all at once. We That'll be get easier. All of them. And then he's, That's what he's I going would for. Do. It. Like, yeah. And he's like, you know what? Now that I think about it, you're right, big homie. How much <laughs> is it going to be for that? Like, Milking them. He was with they. He was with they. He's a fucking mark. They he look. They see him as a good mark. mark yo, like yeah. yo, we could take him. We could take him I, for a lot of money. I guarantee yo. Once niggas figured out. Once niggas was able to communicate with him, they probably just passed his shit on. Cause there's one Give guy. Give it to the next nigga. Like, yeah, there's one guy. He he needed for um programming help and shit. And the nigga was telling him like, yo, what you doing is some wild shit. But you you really gotta watch out. Like you go, you're gonna get got, nigga. Like you're too nice and you're you're naive to this shit. Like they say in DC, you sweet for it. Yeah, bro. they they can see you and like, oh yeah, I can take advantage of him real quick. 
Yo, moral of the story with this Trill American Hero shit, we really want y'all to understand, man. You can't be a fucking mark out here. If you're going to be doing some shit to make yourself a Trill American Hero, don't get caught. Don't, <laughs> don't be a mark, yo. And don't be a fucking <laughs> mark, nigga. We got a saying, and we like to say it at work, man. Mm. Everything is legal till you get caught. True that. <laughs> True the fuck that, yo. What else I got on? Feel sorry for the man. niggas at my job. They just sent out a text message talking about they taking the lockers. Damn. Like I don't use my locker, but yeah. some of them niggas that catch the bus and here and that they use their lockers. I so never used a locker at work. You know? I used a locker for like three months at my job, and I got a fucking car. <laughs> fucking um. <laughs> This Luda, Ludacris versus Nelly. Man, niggas got to put some respect on my man Nelly Moe name. Like, Nelly ain't out. You gotta All right, think, come yo, on, let's go. Let's country go. Grammar, yo. You, you got Nelly, let's go. Country Grammar had, came out in 2000, right? No, come on, let's go, nigga. You got Nelly. Let's go, Let me nigga. pull it up. All yes, right, yo. pull up some Nelly, yo. I was just, niggas forget Nelly went diamond twice, man. Did he? Twice. Did he? <laughs> he was the first nigga really, like, really doing that shit, right? First nigga out the gate, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I think his first two. Nah, it was the middle two. I don't nah, think the country first grammar went diamond. Hell no, that's country grammar diamond. Eight point five six excuse me million records in the United States Fact for country grammar. Yeah. Country platinum in Australia with only seventy thousand. Mm. Three times platinum in Canada. Three times platinum in New Zealand, and gold in in the UK. That's just on the first one. Jesus, that's that's country grammar. We getting in Nellyville. I think that was really the one. Nellyville, Australia, three times platinum. Yo, the United States, six times platinum. United Kingdom, two times platinum. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Hold up, yo! Hold up, yo! Hold up, yo! Back for the first time, platinum. Word of mouth, platinum. Chicken and beer, platinum. Fucking the red light district, platinum. Fucking release therapy, platinum. And that's where it stops. He got two golds after that. I know that nigga went platinum, platinum, platinum like that. Yo, though. from what I'm looking at so far, your man Nelly Mo. All right, let me see. I'm at three. Yeah, let me, let me, four. Let me hold on. He's got four platinum, four multi, one of them's platinum, <laughs> three multi-platinum. And we just on his only his fourth album. All right. sweatsuit. All right. We go to Brass Knuckles. I don't even, I don't even remember Brass yeah, Knuckles. I don't know what the fuck that is, yo. I think you got to count the uh, St. Lunatics uh, group shit in there, too. 5.0. What was on this one? I think this is by the time the run was over, yo. Yeah. Nelly had a, a solid four years with everything. Fam. Then you got to remember, Fam. yo. I tell Where your Jay songs at, though, yo? Fucking, fucking, use a hoe. What's your fantasy? Fat rabbit, yo. Oh, yeah. Come on, now, son. Luda got some joints, but on, yeah. then, like, I tell niggas, Nelly had... You gotta always go country grime hot shit. The nigga was singing a hook about street sweepers, cocked and ready to let them go, and had the whole country, whole world singing about street sweepers. Yo, he had E.I. Stick him up with UGK. That wasn't a single, though. It wasn't a single. We just going songs, nigga. Southern Hospitality. 
Fucking, I said Fat Rabbit, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, shit. Move, bitch. Get out the way. All right. So we can go Dilemma. Is that? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go Nelly Ride with me. Do you want to go Nelly Ride? Okay. Hot in here. Yep. Um, God put tip drill. Batter up. Batter up. I give you tip that. Tip drill. Yeah. Uh, Air Force Ones. I don't know if I said that. No, you can put that on. Air Force Ones. He had a number one. Ah. Damn. That's the KRS one. This, KRS uh, yeah, one. yo. He had pep juice. Yep, pep juice. Want to um, put your feet on my rug, don't you? What's the joint he had with a uh, puff? Shake your tail feather. Shake your tail feather. He got the country joint with Tim McGraw. Country joint with Tim McGraw. Then he's got one by himself, just a dream. And he's got one with a chick. So, he's got, um, what's the one with him and Jagged Edge? Where the party at? Where the party at? Um, he's got a JT feature, too. Hmm? He has a Timberlake feature. Does he? Yeah. Man. I forget what song it is. You think that, yo, that whole St. Lunatics album was crazy. If you say so. The first, the first <laughs> one when it was just when Son, all of them like roll out my business, go to sleep, and this is just off one joint. Area codes, fucking move, bitch. Uh, Saturday, uh, you know, the joints. I'm thinking about Faluda. Mm. Yo, I'm a looking at the, the production said. credits. I'm like, what like, the? Fuck? If they was to go, I'm thinking like, yo, what the fuck is Nelly gonna do when Luda plays the potion? Mm. Like. Mm-hmm. The intro off of Red Light District. Pussy popping. Go, so these niggas both had BET Blow it Uncut out Classics. Splash Waterfalls. Yo, Ludacris getting this nigga the fuck out of here. I'm not saying... Hip-hop quotables. I'm not saying Nelly didn't have the better career. But in I this situation... Joints that niggas know. But a, it's like... In a song battle. What'd they say? Nelly's hits? Ludacris's hits... Was certified like hip hop rap hits. Mm-hmm. Nelly was more just overall mainstream. And like they said, for Nelly to been going diamond and multi platinum in a time where niggas had to go buy that shit. Right. Niggas had to get up. So you sold 8 million records that niggas went to the store and bought. True. That's nuts. And that sweatsuit was two discs. And so, one of them went platinum and the other one went triple. Yeah. So it's like for that even alone, that means you gotta think out of that three million suit did a million of that was people that bought sweat too, so they had so they could probably just have both. Cash. I think it's genius for that. I'm gonna you make want, an album called Sweat Suit. Yeah, that was that was. I'm gonna make it two of, different discs. That was way ahead of his time. <laughs> you gotta buy both of them to get the whole album. Way ahead of his time. Could you get Love Below and Speaker Box uh, separate? That was considered one album. That's why I think they went. That's why I went diamond. Interesting. That was one album. Yeah, Nelly changed the game with that, bro. Niggas ain't doing shit like. See, niggas don't do shit like that no more, yo. You feel me? Like even when Drake did Scorpion, that was two discs considered one album. Like, and if we were in CD era, it would have been a double disc. Like, but yeah, I don't you think can't the even labels have a double disc no more. I don't think the labels pay them for the like. Cause when Chris Brown was doing all that shit. Joe and them had Berg on there. Mm-hmm. And they was asking Berg, like, so does he get paid for four albums? Because we know an album is ten joints. Mm-hmm. They was like, no, nah, he gets paid and gets a budget for one. Anything after the ten, he has to come out of pocket for. This so, is fucking, they sound over now. 
I was like, I would try to, I would have, I would just drop four 10 song albums on the same day. You know what I'm saying? Nice. And then drop the deluxe with all four of them together. That's call how I would be call doing that. Bitch, leave me the fuck. It's Tory Lanez. <laughs> Tory Lanez a genius. He out his deal. He but got over on you're not all right. You're not a genius to me if you get out of a deal and you sign another deal. Did he sign another one yet? I don't, he has something worked out with YouTube, and YouTube is Leo Cohen, so I'm willing to not, bet he's locked it's in. It's not like a record deal. It's like a performance. You, you thing. don't know because Leo Cohen got that YouTube music shit. Yeah, Leo is niggas hate Leo. He's like the. Like he's, I get where niggas like, yo, he created the 360, but at the same time, if you a nothing-ass artist, mm-hmm. if you just got raw talent and nothing else, and you come to me, and I make you a star, mm-hmm. and now you're making millions, yeah, I deserve to eat off all of that. If you had nothing, no producers, no promo team, like if you weren't a thing before I put my hands in it, yeah, I deserve to eat off of that. Conway dropped today. Huh? Dropped what? Uh, the shit with Big Ghost. I knew it was something else, yo, but you know they never pop up on the fucking um, new music shit, yo. That's kind of weird on title, being as though them niggas are managed by Rock Nation. He isn't. You sure? Yeah. Remember yeah, when they sure. was when they was doing all that promo shit? That was Westside and Benny, yo. He wasn't a part of that shit. He signed to Shady. So he's strictly through shady. Mm-hmm. Damn. So this didn't you, come out. You know out. why? Oh, are you on it? Didn't come out. Hmm? Are you on it? I don't see it. All right, it's probably under big ghost shit then. And Lulu didn't come out under shady either. Didn't know that. What was that? Under Alchemist, ALC. Nah, yo, it's not on big ghost shit neither. Big I don't Ghost know Limited. what the fuck this shit going on, yo. They be on some other shit, man. It's like, yo, these niggas like make this shit hard to find sometimes. That's isn't that dope though? So when you find it, you you appreciate like, it yes. that much more. All right, I got some breaking news here in a minute too, and then we gonna get the fuck out of here. Chief Keith dropped a mixtape. Oh shit, five songs, a little EP. That's tight. Little dirt. Oh, maybe it didn't drop yet. Rennie Rucci. Maybe. Fuck with this Larry June dude. I don't know who that is. Uh, let me hear California dude. I know he fuck with currency and them real heavy. Flocka dropped a new mixtape recently. I didn't even listen to it. You know Chance dropped something? I wouldn't. <laughs> it's called the Instagram EP. You got Thug on here. Yo, breaking news, breaking, brick, 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 brick. Hold up, let me get this shit right real quick. You found it? Apparently, it's just a stream on a third party, though. Like, I want the fucking shit on my joint. We'll fuck with it when this shit is over. Um, so, apparently, uh, Stephen Victor announced uh, Pop Smoke. June 12th. June 12th. Be on the lookout for that. Is 50 still involved with that? I don't know. Because I, I saw, like, yesterday, I saw, like, all the producers. I saw 808 Mellow, Axel. 
You feel me? Wonder Girl. I saw all of them posting it. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Academics made a great point yesterday. I don't know if it was yesterday specifically about the Brooklyn Drill shit. Like, outside of Pop Smoke, there was no other there was no other person that was going to take that mainstream. No, sir. Because Fabio's not doing it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was about Pop Smoke. I don't know. Maybe he was just more of a personable person and had more of the personality aspect mm. that you need to be a star. But, yeah. Yo. Shout out Steven Victor, man. Because, like, you got to figure... This is going to be Pop Smoke's official album. So, technically, those first two were tapes. Oh, we got to get to this before we get the fuck out of here. Apparently, Boosie has deleted his Instagram. Oh, man, niggas about to cancel Boosie, as they say. Boosie's about to be the next victim of cancel culture. Did you see this shit about Webby? That Webby said to him? No, that he said about Webby. I seen the picture that YFN Lucci posted and Webby said something about it. You could have called me, nigga. I ain't see all of that. Truth is, you never... Oh, I'm sorry. Quote. You could have called me, nigga. Truth is, you never sent my mother a dollar and y'all had free boozy concerts all over. She never got a dime. You lying, bruh. Waka Flocka, Yo Gotti, and Jeezy hit her stacks. Why not you? Everybody know I've tried to help you millions of times. Every time we tried to get in the studio, you leave. Trill even tried getting writers for you to help you out, bruh. Two years ago, you wouldn't even clear 2D songs saying you made the title up. You was down getting 7K a show. I put you on my tour and gave you 10K for seven shows out my pocket. So you be straight, bruh. And what you do? Try to sink the whole tour, missing dates, not doing radio, telling the DJ you only doing three songs. I tried to get you on features, and you refused 7500 over and over again. And that's more than your show price. Damn. Damn. I feel like... I didn't know they had an issue. I saw something yesterday that I always felt like, from the niggas, like, I know that have encountered Bootsy... Mm-hmm. Boosie seemed like, yo, he's a real nigga. Like, I know some people that work when, remember when him and Jeezy did this show at the Arena here on like New Year's Eve one year? Who we talking about, Boosie? Yeah, I a wasn't couple there. years ago they did a show. I know what you're And about. I know somebody that was working like the stage crew setting up the stage and all of that. They was mm-hmm. like, yo, after the show, Boosie came outside and was like, yo, where the closest liquor store at? Where the bar at? And they was like, yo, you know, if you jump in the whip, drive straight down the street. Well, the strip clubs Hell at yeah, the liquor store yeah. right there. They mm-hmm. was like, oh, no. Nah. He's like, I don't need no cab or nothing. I'm going to walk. Damn, that nigga walked walk down Baltimore walk Street? Down from the arena down the, down the Baltimore Street with his mans and them. Mm-hmm. Came back, had liquor and all this shit for all like, the crew and the niggas that was working. Mm-hmm. Gave them bottles. Like, oh, it's New Year's Eve. Y'all niggas working. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, yo, like, drink up. Enjoy. Bought them niggas pizza and wings and shit. That's right. Like, oh, y'all niggas out here busting y'all ass on New Year's Eve. I got to make sure y'all good. Yeah. I'm like, so if a nigga do that for niggas that he don't know, why would he do a nigga that he came up with wrong? I refuse to believe uh, Boosie would be the wrong party. Like, he don't seem like it. He seemed like more of a... Only thing I seen is they they on his ass about the shit he said he did for his son when he turned fourteen. Yeah, he got his like dick sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I seen, that. I seen people, that. People have said that shit in movies and no one bats a fucking eye. It's just that Boosie be so outspoken about other shit, 
you're so outspoken about Dwayne Wade and what he do with his son. But y'all understand, you got you feel a certain type of way about it. And we in that era where, yo, Instagram gives everybody a platform. So if you want to say some shit, speak up. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, we're going to cheers at the end. <laughs> so 15, 15 in. Who's your, yeah, 15 in, nigga. Who would ever thought when we started this shit in fucking November, December? That we could, <laughs> I didn't think we'd get to 15. I'm not going to lie to you, my nigga. I thought it was that, it was that shit in the middle where... We couldn't link up for a couple weeks. Yeah. I thought it was dead then. Nah. I ain't even going to lie to you. Nah. It was like, well, yo, because um, it's like, I explained to my wife, she was like, um, something, she asked me, she like, I was like, because for one, I fuck with this nigga, I'm like, we we both think about a lot of shit differently than most niggas would, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and when you, at the old spot, I was like, yo, it's too close for yeah. me not to go do this shit. Yeah. I'm like, I had one homeboy who wanted to do it, but he was already out Glen Burnie. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro. Well, I definitely appreciate you How's facilitating, that not convenient? like coming out here now. And it's shit. not. It's not even that. It's twenty minutes. Yeah. So it's like, especially on a like a Friday morning. Yeah, ain't nobody out. Shit. Like, so this shit. Um, I appreciate you asking me to do this shit. Man. Already, bro. I felt like you was a good candidate, yo. Because while we do have similar viewpoints, we rarely have the same opinion on shit, yeah. and that's what makes for a good fucking show and good content. Before we get the fuck out of here, we're not going to run through our top tens because Frankie don't have his. I had a little plumbing situation this morning. I had to take care of another motherfucking $300 out of my goddamn pocket. Shit is different, when, shit. Shit is different when you own a home. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second time they got me since I've been here. Um, fucking, who's your MVP of the week, my name? Yo, I'm going to just say the versus TV again because they again? pulled in strong numbers right. with that Jill and Erica shit. Yeah, and I heard they streams went up by by three. Yo, and that's like cool shit. And then it's like, yo, there was always, I guess, like people thought there was behind the scenes tension between the two of them. Yeah. And that really hasn't been. Right. And that showed that. Right, right, so, right. Like, because when you think about that, that vein of R&B music, mm-hmm. after them two, who is it? So. Yo, my MVP of the week is 6ix9ine. He broke the culture. I can see yeah. you that. I can see that. Like, I he told niggas, I wasn't giving it no energy because we was talking about Southwest T last week. And I'm mm-hmm. like, here's a stand-up dude. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all ain't praising this nigga, like, True. For, for being a stand-up dude. True. Eating that time. Mm-hmm. He did 12s, like, and came home, so. I don't want to, I don't want to promote it. I don't want to facilitate it. But the impact it. is there. But you can't, you can't deny, deny that yeah, shit, like, bro. When I, like that's some wild shit. When I saw, shit. like I saw, niggas screenshot it. Everyone thought it was gonna go the complete other way. And it's like, yo, the fucked up part is he was even like the shit he was even saying is like, yo, y'all letting this nigga sit. Like he was like, yeah, if I ratted on a bunch, if I, if I seen a nigga that ratted on a bunch of people and came home, I'd be mad too. <laughs> like, yeah, he's really, he's really, and it's thing. like, yo, the thing is. I told niggas before, I was like, yo, if he comes home, it's going to be the same shit. Like, yo, the video, I only saw a clip of it mm-hmm. where he's rapping and he gets to laugh and then it turns into the rat emoji with the rainbow whiskers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this nigga clearly doesn't give a fuck that y'all think he's a rat, that y'all know he's a rat. He doesn't give no fucks about that. The only problem I seen with it was when a nigga like Meek says something about it, mm-hmm. like a stand-up nigga says something about it, he gets shamed to the point where he goes back and apologizes about it. I don't well, like Meek, that kind of shit. Meek like he had to go back. I don't know if he like apologized, but he kind of was like. No, I thought he was 100 with that shit. Because he said something, then he came back the next day and doubled uh, down. Because then it was like. 
I seen somebody talk like, who was it? Somebody from New York was even like, yo, Meek shouldn't even be having to say nothing about Meek this. Meek shouldn't say anything. I really feel like he should just stay away from that shit. Right. Because I really feel like that can get really dangerous from him. And that nigga has the capability to, do, to, to, to make him you. look like shit. Like, you, you don't want to provoke a yeah, nigga yeah. that's going to have you jump out the window yeah, when you've been on this positive path since you came home. Yeah, bro. Like, and I also say, like, the, one, alone, the one dude, his name, um, he used to be on Star Brim podcast a lot, the dude, Sad God. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, why does Meek even have to bring this shit up mm-hmm. when all these New York niggas supposed to be so street and so tough? Y'all let this nigga come home and do the same and talk the same shit mm-hmm. and like like little TJ said he's like yo like fuck is all this rainbow head king of New York shit nah like ain't nobody gonna do shit letting this nigga come home and like Future like when it's to the point where Future even speaking on it oh shit for real like Future was on Twitter Future had a whole series of tweets about it like the best thing any if if that's how you feel and you don't want him to shine the best thing you can do up. is just shut the fuck like, up don't type his like, name I ain't posted don't... about it I'm saying niggas post about it I'm like mm. I'm not posting about this shit no, I watched like, the video like the mm. music video or the yeah the nah I'm not sitting through that I don't I don't like to hear him talk because right. he's he's super intelligent and the way right. he can he manipulate, manipulate he's shit a manipulator. is You're fucking like, crazy that's the thing. to me that's the only reason it, it brings any interest to me because like, that's the type of shit i be I'm like yo, he's really a, like he went and got new tattoos mm. you that think shit. that's all him or, or he's being fed that shit might with the manipulative shit yeah. I don't know because like from what listening to that podcast you could tell it was certain shit he just wanted to do mm. and it's like when a nigga had a nigga like that that has goals and it's like yo, I'm going to be famous, I'm and manifest that shit mm-hmm. like in a short period of time. It's a different motherfucker. Well, you ain't listening to the song. This shit's just he just picked up right where he left yeah. the fuck off, bro. Sound like right. that same shit. It's, he just ain't saying blood, right? Yeah, you know I mean, he just is like, and he's sitting on all the goofy niggas. That's you know. Commenting on him and all that shit, like you said, yo. Like he's like I said, niggas is niggas bringing more light to it because they online. Oh, yo, he did. And that's the real manipulation, yo. Because so, two million, he broke two million viewers on the live. Yeah, fuck it. Episode fifteen. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, man. Take the shot. We out this bitch. Fact check podcast. Oh my god, we a holler with the pill slanging. Pop those is real in the field pavement and the pothole. I'm trying to put the fugs down, baby. Meet me in the tub, scrub a dub when I'm lazy. Feed me all the grapes on that plate while I'm blazing. Sipping bubbly out of wine glass faded. iPhone jumping, so it's time to hit the pavement in the field with the but my niggas don't be blatant Concealed and surreal While we chasing all the paper Counting chips while we chill Smoking on the Lakers Lakers Water got me high waving Hydro counting all my chips craving Nachos ill with the pill slanging Pop those
Holes is real in the field pavement And the potholes right wrist bare But my left wrist so froze You better toss the dope My nigga they go them popos Shorty selling soap for stacks Like fiends don't know I tell my man good luck with that I'm about to go low So low that they can never trace my estate On the island off the navigational map I'm straight you late Big cake is what awaits if you got flow I'm in the booth at Green Turtle Eating all the nachos Cheese on my chips, I'm the shit, don't you forget Can't nobody rock it how I rock it off of Ella Spliff Skinny two phones with a pager on my hip Beat me 911 and you can come and get this dick She don't love me no more cause I put dents in the whip Cruising in a caddy but I rolled up on a bitch Didn't see that parked car, man somebody watch my sex We bout to pull out before them pigs come and make us dip Water got me high waving Hydro counting on my chips craving. Water got me high waving. Hydro counting on my chips craving. Nachos ill with the pill slanging. Pop those is real in the field pavement. And the potholes water got me high waving. Hydro counting on my chips craving. Nachos ill with the pill slanging. Pop those is real.